Welcome to the DNA Show. DNA? Dude, are we doing a science show? No, D is for Dennis. Oh, A is for Andy. And N is for and? Oh, man, nerds. Because oh, yeah. we're nerds, dude. Yeah. Well, good. Then we can talk about comics and movies and pop culture and sports. Sports. Sports and nerds. Yeah, we're going to make that work. All right, let's roll. Hi, ho. Welcome to the first Dennis and Andy show of the new year of 2021. Yay! No more 2020. Go Woo! 2021. We all Welcome. made it. And uh, I have decided in this uh, uh, new year that, you know, oh, introductions. I always forget about those. I'm Andy, and this is my buddy. I'm Dennis. There you Welcome go. back. And Dennis, I, I've seen this trend where people will sign their name and then after put their preferred pronouns, mm -hmm. I'm going to put my preferred adjectives. Oh. So for me, when I sign my name, instead of pronouns, it's going to be adjectives. So it's going to be stuff like awesome. <laughs> Kick ass. Oh. Super well, cool. Well, then maybe I'll just put prepositional phrases or, oh. or maybe I could just, you know, like live long and prosper. That's what you're Oh, doing. there you go. Now. Is that a prepositional phrase? No. What would that fall into? Just a saying? Yeah. So just, just a saying. A sentence after. fragment. So Dennis Turner sentence fragment with long and prosper. And I can really see my daughter, my English major <laughs> daughter, rolling her eyes going, Dad, come on. So one thing I want to talk about quickly before we get into our usual stuff is Cosmopolitan put out a magazine cover, which I'll show you right here. And it, it tagged it as this is healthy. Now, look. You can live your life however you want, but I would like to find one doctor, a physician, that says that's healthy. You know what I mean? I do. I would I would really like that. So I uh, I have my own take on this magazine cover and what it should look like. Okay. Here we go. This is what I think the magazine – see, to me, to me – I believe this sums up this is healthy a lot better. Oh, and you know what? What's that? That is a 54-year-old specimen right there. <laughs> there you go. That is Selma Hayek, if anybody's wondering. And to me, that is healthy. So I just want to uh, just want to, to get that out of the way. Now we can start the show with a little dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, football. Dun, dun, dun. football talk that's right last week at last yeah just two days ago was uh the end of the regular season end of the nfl season i'm I, i'm not crying um i'll cry at the end of the super bowl because then it's going to be a long wait before the nfl comes back but i am kind of crying because cowboys fan packers fan at the beginning of the year, I said the Cowboys would go. I, I don't remember my exact prediction, but I believe I said they'd be probably ten and six. Yep, you were close. Um, I they just reversed it. Right, that's all. you were just a little backwards. They, they just yeah. So we'll, since I brought the Cowboys up, we'll go there first. Yes, the end of the season, six and ten, losing to the Giants, who are also 
six and ten. Um, yeah, I mean, if they beat the Giants, they would have been watching that Sunday night game with bated breath because they would have had to hope the Eagles won and the Cowboys would have squeaked into the playoffs. But yep. it wasn't meant to be. But notice the Giants 3-0 at home versus the NFC East for the first time since 2005. Yeah, that's true. They, they did what they needed to do and still didn't make it because – the Washington no-name football team won, and Ron Rivera got his team. So I was kind of, even though the Cowboys didn't make it, I'm a fan of Ron Rivera, so I'm, I'm glad to see that that at least his team got in. Now, I will say this. The Giants, this is the first time in the past eight games the Giants beat the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys went into this game 7-0 and against the Giants. Yep. So that, that makes me happy at least. And uh, before we get to your Packers, I will say that Washington game uh, against the Eagles, I guess, I didn't stay up for the whole game. Um, it wasn't my team. I didn't care enough. But the next day, apparently, the last quarter of the game, the Eagles just kind of gave up. They pulled out their starting quarterback. Didn't understand that in the least. He's been good. He had he struggled a little bit, but but he's the he's their guy. The reasoning is I wanted to give the other guys some snaps, and I was just like, which, you know, it's it's there's a there's a twofold thing behind it. I can see that because the Eagles knew if they won. It didn't matter. They weren't moving on to the playoffs. All all winning does is push Washington out and put the Giants in. Um, I get the Giants fans were pissed off because they're like, dude, you don't sit like that and just give the game away. But, you know, at the same time, uh, you shouldn't have to rely on another team to get into the playoffs. Now, it should be in your own destiny. Yeah. Here's the deal, Giant fans. If you wanted to be in the playoffs – I don't know. Maybe have a better season. Maybe don't end six and ten either. You know, that's what it comes down to. Don't. Bit, I mean, look. Yeah. I don't know what was going through the coach's head of the Eagles either. But bitch at him. You know, maybe he legit wanted to go. You know what? We got we got nothing to win. We got nothing to lose. This is the last game of the year. I want to give this guy some snaps. Get out there, have some fun. All I can say is keep it in your hands. It should be in your playoff hands and not needing help. Speaking of which, that would be the Packers. 13 and 3. Look at that romping. If they if they won the game, they were the number one seed, and boom. And they, they, they got the whole field. I actually thought it was going to be a closer game than that. Um, it, 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 it was a really decent showing by the Packers across the board. Um, I didn't really think it was going to be a, a better game, to be honest with you. Um, well, there... Look at this. The, the, what this, is this garbage here on the screen? I need to really pre-check stuff. I, I don't think you did. You put in our, our folder because what we're talking playoff football. So now I'm looking at well, quarterbacks. Well, we're looking at playoff football because in theory, you know, it could be the Packers and the Chiefs, the two MVP contenders playing in yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Aaron Rodgers had a really decent season. And his player, player rating, as you can see, these are the top 20 player ratings uh, for quarterback of all time. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is number one. 
And now number two, as of this year, 121.5. I think he's very solid in terms of uh, an yeah. MVP uh, this year. Notice that Tony Romo made it in, you know, uh, three, uh, number 13. 13's not bad. No. Nope. And this and, is their age, right? Yep. And, and then, yep. And then Tom, uh, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are at number 17. Oh, so yeah. Rodgers made it for a third time. So how many times did Brady make this list? One, two. Brady's number twenty, number seventeen, three. So three and times six. Two. Yep. So they each made it three times. Yep. So quarterback Peyton's retired. Nick yep. Foles, leaves fell off that tree. Tannehill, yeah. All right, whatever. You know, I, like I said it once, I'll say it again. Your your Packers get a week off before they play their well, last game of the year. We do, but it was an impressive game because one of the other things that happened was um was that uh the uh Aaron Rodgers threw what was a 75 76 yard uh touchdown pass right and that puts him 20th in his career that's his 20th pass and uh um Drew Brees got 19 in his career Eli Manning got 18 slide uh Peyton Manning um brett Favre. oh here we go uh and then she noticed brett Favre's got 15 and matt ryan 15. so wow. uh most touchdown passes of 70 plus yards and aaron Rodgers is now number one well it's funny too because if if he were to retire he'd go out on top drew Brees, top of the game eli went out top of his game i guess you could say peyton definitely went out that way brett didn't really go out top of the game. His game, Matt is definitely not going to go you know, out top. You know, I game. I don't know if you could say that about Brett going out on top. He he may not have been with the Packers at the end, but he had one of his best seasons with the Vikings. Oh yeah, that's true. You know, even though we were sad to say that. And then as we're talking about all the cool quarterbacks, you know what's going on. And Rodgers is 35, so he's not quite on this list. But check that out. 2020 playoff quarterbacks over 36 years old. Wow. Alex Smith, you know, Gentle Ben, uh, uh, Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, and, of course, Tom Brady, the old man in the league, is doing another good number, which oh, yeah. makes your daughter very happy. Yeah, no, she loves the Bucks and she loves Tom Brady now. Um, uh, well, like I said, your Packers get a week off before they go home for the season. So. Yeah, you mean, oh, it's home for the season, or do you mean on their way to the Super Bowl? Oh, no. That's what we're going to go home. All right, so here's what we got coming up on Saturday. We've got, we're going to give you our picks. We've got the first game of the playoffs, Colts-Bills. I'm going Bills, not because they have a better record. I think it's time for the Bills to to make it further into the playoffs. I'm liking what I see. Um I'm not a Colts hater, so there's really, out of these two teams, I don't hate either one. I just prefer the Bills. I like them both. I like them both. I think it's going to be a good game. I am going with the Bills because I'm hearkening back to Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas uh, days and thinking that they could turn corner. Next game up, we've got Rams-Seahawks. I am going with the Rams. Which is amazing because I am too, and I thought for sure you were going to go Seahawks no, on, on this I'm not. A, I'm not a – I don't – I'm not a huge Seahawks fan. I'm glad that the stadium won't have people in it, so they won't have that whole 12th man loud noise BS that kind of helps the Seahawks out, so it'll kind of even the playing field. Yep. No, I want the Rams. 
uh, I would like to see them win that one. Of course, it's no brainer Saturday night. Uh, I will be, I'm taking the Bucks. I will be astounded if the football team beats them. Third thing I like about this is they're 11 and five. My birthday is November 5th, 11 and five. That's a sign right there. The Bucks need to win. Wow. Well, it's a good thing your birthday isn't uh, June 10th then, because that would be your Cowboys. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Man, let it go, Dennis. The season's over. For some of us, yes. Oh, shut up. And then we got Sunday's games. Uh, Ravens and Titans. This is going to be a really good game. I am... I think it's going to be Titans with a last-minute field goal. Now, I will say that the, the one thing about the wild card weekend is I'm like, oh, my God. I'm not, I already told my daughter. I said, I'll watch a couple of the games on Saturday and a couple on Sunday, but I'm not going to plant my ass on the couch from 1 o'clock until midnight just watching football. I, I, I do like to enjoy my weekends doing other things. So on Saturday – Definitely watching the 8 o'clock game with the Bucks. The other two are a toss-up. Probably the Bills game I'll watch. Sunday, I'm definitely watching the Ravens-Titans game. It's evenly matched up going by their record. Um, I'm taking the Ravens in this one, even though it's being played in Tennessee. I like the Ravens. Yep. And we got Bears and Saints. Who did you say you're taking? Did you say? I already did. Yeah, oh, you did. Titans. Oh, Dennis. Yeah, I, I, says, I said Titans with the field goal last Oh, that's right. Goal. Yeah, I don't really listen to you. I know you don't. This is your normal, everyone. <laughs> Bears and Saints. Um, now, it, it, come on. I think it's Saints all the way, and yeah. not just for personal reasons. Because if the Bears were to win, I think the Packers would play the Bears, and I just don't want to have to play the Bears again. I agree. It's just I, a selfish I reason. I, no, I don't like seeing seeing back to back, and it's not back to back. But I see what it's you're saying. Enough. I think the Saints are going to win. To me, it's like the Bears. If I was the Bears, I'd be like, seriously, we're pay- we're playing a Packer level team again. Yeah, you know what I mean. I know. So well, speaking of back to back, Browns and Steelers, we that's just and, played last uh, week. I would, I would hate that if I was the Browns, because and and yes, they won this past weekend. A close game, but a very close game, and it's not. You don't get a breather. You're like not only. Are we playing again next weekend? Because, you know, we don't have the bye week. But we're playing the same damn team that we barely beat. And I'm going Browns. Are I, you? Oh, yeah, man. I'm I'm on the Baker Mayfield bandwagon. See, and I, I, again, I thought you would go Steelers. Yeah. I am also going Browns. I know they're the underdog. And that's tough to beat a team twice in a row. But I'm doing it because they're an under, underdog. It's yeah. been, what, 19 seasons before since they've gotten in. I would love to see them uh, make it in. I, so. I, I got to see them move on. I don't think the Browns – look, honestly, I don't think the Browns are going to make it to the Super Bowl, but I'd like to see them move on. Um, you know, we said it before, we'll say it again. I believe it's going to be um, – it's, it's going to be Kansas City, and as much as I hate to say it, Green Bay in the Super Bowl – with KC win. And I am going to make the prediction now it'll be Kansas City and, and the Packers. And the Packers are repeating Super Bowl one with, I believe it was a 35 to 10 win. 
in Super Bowl one, so I'm kind of going with that. You guys can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Uh, Michael, you did not miss football, so there you go. What is this garbage <laughs> comment? Let's go Giants. Go to home to watch the rest of the season on their couches like the Cowboys are? Go, I mean, go Giants. Not sure huh? where they're going. Next season. Wow, oh. you, they're right there with the Packers. They're all coming over to our house, all the Packers hey. and Cowboys or uh, – uh, giant Cowboy fans. I've already smack talk. I'm telling you right now, Cowboys, Dak's going to be back next year, healthy, and they'll win the division. All right. Saying it right now, Michael, you might as well just go home. Cowboys are going to take the division. Eric McIntyre. Hey, peeps. What's up, Eric? Thank you for joining. Another comment. Isaac, sex, sex, sex. Oh, it must have been Selma Hayek. You must have saw Selma Hayek then. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I know. I mean, don't laugh at the Giants. I mean, they are a legit team, but don't laugh at them now. All right, moving on. What did the boys get? It's comic Ooh. book day, which means we went to the shop. So let's check in. We got with, a lot. With what we got. Well, this was we, a big week. All right. I we, got a lot. We did not get a lot. I Dennis got a lot. got a lot, starting with X Factor. Go figure in X Book. And it's been it's been solid. It's been enjoyable. Um, I'm, you know, I get all the X books. I will continue to get them. Um, the art's been pretty decent. The story's been solid. I'm just going to keep, uh, keep, keep, keep putting it out. Interesting cover. Is she dying or something? A scream of death. Uh, it could be. It could be because we all know it's that siren. We'll, we'll see what happens to her. Kill her. Bring back Banshee. I love Banshee. I don't care about this character. She could bite the dust and it wouldn't bother me. No I do love Banshee and, and he did. Banshee's it now this. Juggernaut! Yeah. Juggernaut. Juggernaut's been fun. I admit I'm waiting for the trade because I'm a huge fan of Ron Garney's art. I like Fabian's writing. Love the Juggernaut. One of my favorite villains, but I'm waiting for the trade. Sorry. Yep. Hey, some exciting. Star Wars The High Republic. This what? harkens back to the day of, of the old Republic. So I'm going to give this one a shot. I'm going to be curious to see what they do. I mean... This takes place way, way, way long before Luke Skywalker and, and those who, guys. Uh, who are these people? Don't know. We're uh, going to find out. This is the first issue, so it's dealing with um, it's dealing with a time, and and it says the High Republic. So we'll find out more. This may be one that may be worthy of of a review if it's halfway decent, because uh, especially know. with all the fun Star Wars stuff that's been coming out. So and this takes place when. Uh, it takes place a long, long time ago. I It almost looks like it's Old Republic time or or just slightly after that and what long time before Luke Skywalker. So Sweet. They're, they're getting there are no dudes in, so except yep. for that guy, I assume. I don't want to guess. Maybe, yeah, we'll maybe, find out. Maybe, maybe it's not. We'll find out. Ultraman, Ultraman, you know, that's been pretty interesting. Uh, again, liking the art. Um, interesting cover, so yeah, looks looking looking good. And uh, um, after that, we've got the regular Star Wars uh, title, and that's been pretty decent. Yeah, this looks like uh, a, is this a new story arc? It looks like operations yep. Operation Starlight. Oh my God, is there a little pony in it? Don't know yet. You know, I don't think so. Now, if it was the, the last movies. trilogy, there was because there were. Horses running on the top of the oh, don't even get me started. Uh, Operation Starlight uh, with Luke and his oh, phallic. This, these stories are way better than that trilogy. Go Mandalorian. So phallic. Hey, isn't that supposed to be green? 
Is his lightsaber supposed to be green? Well, you're assuming that's his lightsaber that he's got there. You make a lot of assumptions based on a cover. Hellions. Oh, this has been fun. This is way better than I was anticipating out of all the X-Books. I thought this might be my least favorite just because it's got Nanny and, and Peter in it and stuff like that. Wild. Uh, it's a nice cover. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, but the story's been very interesting. So this has been a fun book to, to pick up. It's a, it's a very good cover. I like it. Yeah. It's engaging. Uh, uh, Seven's Reckoning. Oh, seven and nine. Yeah. Looking good, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a fun story. Yeah, she's looking good. That's a, yeah. that's a nice piece yeah. of art. Donnie Cates, you know, what can I say? He's doing a, a, been enjoyable for. Um, so Thor's one of my regulars. Great cover. I saw uh, I'm friends with Olivier Capel on Facebook, and he was actually posting process shots when he was creating this cover. It was really cool to see the creation of it. He got a lot of gray tones under there. So very cool. Yeah. Now my my odd pick of the week because I, I actually didn't have it on my list. Uh, I walked in, but I'm a huge fan of J. Michael Straczynski. Babylon. Uh, Babylon Five. Five. You know, and he's he's you know used to do stuff with Thor when he redid the Thor reboot. I I like his writing. Um, I'm not all that familiar with the uh, with the Resistance. Um, you know, and apparently this takes place after an apocalyptic, something bad happened and a lot of the population died off, but now certain humans are coming back with superhuman powers and this is kind of a story. So I'm taking a shot on it because it looks interesting. The art's not my favorite in it. Um, you know, it's just from a stylized, uh, positioning, but his stories are usually quite, quite good. So right. I'm taking a shot on this one. All right. Well, you have to let us know. Yeah. Another Star Trek. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, it's been yeah. a big week. You know, we've had a couple of moderately small weeks. So you know it was all going to be boil up. Beginning of the year, man. They are just dumping stuff. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward. This is, you know, good spin storylines. That's it for me. My turn. I only got a few things. Death Metal number seven. I've said before, I'll say it again, I love Greg Capullo's artwork. I loved his art on Quasar uh, way back in the day. I think that was his first monthly book. I actually came on the book as the artist after he left the book. So uh, I've always loved Greg Capullo's stuff. This is a very interesting story. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Death Metal wraps. Eternals, I've been on the Eternals train since Jack Kirby created them back in the day. I've got a few of the original issues that I bought as bought. You know, back then, and I, I got the collection that came out collecting all of the Kirby stuff. So I'm curious to see what they do with it. I know this was supposed to be in time for the movie. Oopsie, COVID kind of screwed that because that was supposed to come out in November. Eternals now comes out, I believe, this November. But it didn't sit on the book, so I'm looking forward to it. I really enjoy Asad Rebic's uh, artwork. And then, favorite book of the week, Captain America 117, Facsimile Edition. That's where Marvel takes fantastic uh first appearances usually yeah first appearances and reprints them with all the ads and stuff and it's great so that is that is what i got this week um yeah. moving on we did do hold on a second here i'll show you this come on now isaac we're going to be talking about cobra kai but you got to be patient 
I thank you for joining the show. Just hang with us, brother. We'll be talking about Cobra Kai. Michael says Quasar. Yeah, man. I do Quasar. Rocked it. Yeah, especially with that awesome prismatic, what, number 50 cover. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Number 50 with that uh, prismatic foil cover they did. All right. Let's move on. Um, we did a road trip. We did a road trip. We're getting to Cobra Kai. Don't worry. We have a lot of thought, thoughts about Cobra Kai, but we did a road trip over the weekend. And Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina. Hit a shop called Heroes and Dragons. I've never been there. I've seen their setup at conventions. I love going to different shops. This guy's store is really, really nice. Yeah. Here's Jorg, a uh, thumbs up. I mean, we, we loved your, you were the first, uh, first stop of the day. And I actually can say I spent the most money with, with you. He had a lot of great stuff, great comics, toys, statues, and then a real unique find, the old uh, Marvel superheroes role-playing game. They weren't in great condition, but he got in a collection with them. And I, my buddies and I, Chad, you know, shout out to you. He used to, you know, GM that game, and they had a bunch of the cool module pieces to it, some of the game things. There was a lot of cool things that I wound up doing. The Bushuju Dark Phoenix he had. Sure. So I wound up spending way more money than than I really wanted to. Um, but I we hadn't been there because he had moved to shop since the last time that we right. had I had made a road trip there. So we found his new place, loved the setup, and apparently it's getting bigger. So I can't wait for that to take place and come back. But yeah, Heroes and Dragons, great shop, lots to see, lots to buy. Yeah, great, uh, great crew. Enjoyed, enjoyed my time there. Yeah, no, he's got. If you're looking for comics, he's got a huge back issue selection, lots of dollar stock, lots of older stuff. If you're looking for toys, he's got tons of toys. He's got old Star Wars stuff. So, thumbs up to that shop. Uh, I almost wish it was closer instead of two hours away. Yeah, yeah, cool shop. Um, our next stop was Cosmic Rays. This was one that I had never been to before. Neither have I. And it was interesting. It was enjoyable. It's a so it's a smaller shop. Yeah, it's small. Um, but he's he's very diverse. He's got you know you know CDs and albums and um, uh, albums. Some hard, yeah, LPs. photographic albums. Oh, no. LPs, those big no. discs. That, yeah, that play music. Yeah. Yes, like like I, I, I want I want the knife. That's right. Murphy. It's a it's a smaller store. His uh his he has a lot of books on the wall of new stuff that you can look at. His back issue selection, unfortunately, on a scale of one to ten, I give him like a four. It's not a great back issue selection, but it's not a big store. It's a smaller but, shop. It's just it. But yeah, it's a smaller shop. But like Dennis said, he he's got other stuff. You can see he's got T-shirts. He's got CDs. He's got. Uh, record albums, like Dennis said. So he's got some cool stuff. Like it was that. A, it was a good shop. It was small, like like we said, but he had a neat little selection. But the cool thing was, um, a customer came in with something I had never seen before, and I can't say that too often. He had a Flash comic in Arabic, an older Flash comic. So that was actually really, 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 really neat to see. Yeah, no, that was that was uh, that was cool. Last shop, place called Scratch and Spin, makes me want to think of Sit and Spin. 
lots of toys, lots of Funko Pops, good select, good size selection of comics, lots of music, tons of music, lots which, of- uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Tons of music. Um, not much. Yeah. I mean, recent comics back issue selection is definitely better than the previous store. Not as good as heroes and dragons. Uh, one thing I'm not a fan of, I was looking through some back issue stuff. I've held comics for a long time. Of course, they don't know that, you know, people when they just walk in. But I, I opened up a bag. So I wanted to look at this particular book and I got yelled at for opening it. and was like, no, you need to bring it to the front. So whatever. Um, I'd go back to it. But, you know, what are you going to do? So it's it's a neat store, but it's definitely heavier on the records and music and stuff. Yeah. Overall, we spent it. We all spent a, a fair amount of money. We found lots of really cool stuff, some good books, toys. I mean, you name it. It was a good all-around trip for the three of us. So. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. No, I uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was really cool. Um, oh, I lost the screen here. Hold on. Give me a second. What I do? All right. Let's move on. And uh, I say we just go to Cobra Kai first. We're going to talk Cobra Kai, and then we're going to talk about a movie called Fat Man. Yeah. So first and foremost, we're talking Cobra Kai. Now, Cobra Kai dropped on um, January 1st. Yeah. It was supposed to drop January 8th, but they were like, you know what? We're going to treat you guys and drop it early. So my thought was, I went into it because I know as soon as they get done watching these 10 episodes, you're waiting like a year. Yeah. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch three episodes, hit the pause button, come back a few days later, hit a three more, come back, three more, come back, last one. Needless to say, come January 2nd, I was done with Cobra Kai. I know. Do you know how I know that? Because I texted Because he's like, dude, have you started watching Cobra Kai? I'm like, no, not yet. He goes, dude, it was great. I'm like, whoa, episode one was great? He's like, no, the series. What? Dude, get a life. <laughs> um, it starts off where season two left off. So if you haven't watched season two, guess what? We're talking spoilers. Season two ends with the big high school fight, basically between the two dojos, um, between Miyagi-Do, Miyagi-Dojo, Miyagi-Do, right? Miyagi-Do. Yeah. yeah, Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai. And it ends with the one kid. And if you, this is the first time tuning in, I'm awful with names. So I'll say my statement. Dennis will say the kid's name because he remembers that stuff. So it ends with the one kid that uh, Johnny took under his wing and he got kicked off like the second floor. Looks like he broke his back. He's in the hospital. Yeah. So it literally picks up. Boom. Right where uh, the second season ended. Yeah. Um, I tell you, my favorite character still is Zapka, Johnny Lawrence, man. He is he is the hero of the show. He he really is hands down. That dude's the hero of the show. He he really is. He brings so much to uh, the show, and each season has been a little bit different. And it's it's really more of his story than it is anybody else's. Um, even though you wouldn't have thought so when it first started, but it, right. it really is. Yeah. Well, the thing too with with Johnny's character that. I, I see more in him than than Ralph Macchio or Reese is or you know I should say Danielson 
and and Reese is I see more levels to Johnny throughout the show. You know what I mean? There's just more depth to his character. And I mean, LaRusso's not just one note, but you can almost say he's just two. He's either he's either damn it, stop messing with me, or he's we need to get along almost. Yeah. You know, increase Crease this season was cool because they actually did flashback stuff with Crease's backstory. So you actually see him and, you know, no huge, there will be some spoilers with season three, but not a, you know, we're not going to spoil We're going to try not to. But they do backstory with, with Crease. I don't think it's a big uh, spoiler. He was in Nam. Yeah. So they've hinted that he was, you know, in the movies. He yeah. has special forces. Everybody right. knows that. They they know he went through a lot of crap, but that's just it. That's mean, just we, it. we know he was in it. This really brings, uh, they do flashbacks, and they really bring out good story with him, and they piece together, and you don't know it's him right away. They just do it, Johnny, and then you're like, oh, I wonder if that's him. But as it comes out, you find out about his story growing up in what I think like 1965, um, you know, and, and they, they, they bring it forward and and they flesh him out. So he's not just this. Right. He's He's just an asshole. He's just a tootie (laughs) villain. No, they actually bring it out where, you know, he's got a lot to him. So it's, they do a good job with that throughout the entire season. Yeah, no, they definitely do. Um, so they bring in other characters from the past. So th- this is where I'm going to say that I think season three excelled. For well, if, they, if you're a fan of the original Karate Kids, mm-hmm. they've had all these other characters. Through. We've talked about Allie before. Right. And But it wasn't just her. They started bringing back other characters from the movies and where they now kind of things, and you, you kind of see them. Which is great because if you're a fan of the movies, it really is just a uh, a nod to the fans. But they just don't give them like a little cameo. They're incorporated into the story. Well, not only that, but kind of like kind of like the Mandalorian, the second season was better than the first. This third season, every season of Karate Kids, just getting better. So unlike some shows where it's like, oh, that season was great. And then, well, True Detective. True Detective, the first season of True Detective was fantastic. Yes. The second season of True Detective, you might as well just flush down the toilet. As much as I love Vince Vaughn and the cast that was in it, yeah, I thought it was garbage. Third season redeemed itself. Yeah, again, it was good. I agree. Uh, uh, Cobra Kai is just going up. Yes. It's just going up. So let's let's check out one of the first guest stars that they had on uh the show that's right i don't remember his name in the movie but i was like that's it yep yeah we remember it because it was when he was like ah honk you know exactly it was was the death grip it was was the death grip the fight was awesome and when he first they meet each other and he sees him he's like danny lewis was like whoa and oh this dude just he sees him, and like you said, LaRusso looks over, and he sees him. He's like, oh, crap. And this guy's just like, Danielson! Like, like he's about to rage over and kick his ass, and you're like, oh, shit, where's this going? Yeah. Um, they had really good stuff. Here's here's the before. 
um, they had really good stuff with the characterization with this guy and a little more backstory on him. Um, that's about all I'll say. Yeah, they, because uh, I don't want to give away, you know, based anything. They really. right. They incorporate they incorporate his character into Danielson's past, right. and they do a good job with putting in hooks and bringing you into. Well, they the bring story. in Miyagi. They, again, they do, and they yeah they really weave more backstory on Miyagi Do and and the the teachings of that as well because obviously he travels to Japan so, yeah I mean, that's not like a a big a big secret by any means and he gets introduced with her uh Kumiko yep from um again from the, from the movie and that was the the young girl and that that the two of them were kind of fighting over and it winds up being perchance she gets brought into the story and Daniel, they kind of relive the past. They again, very meaningful stuff dealing with Pat Morita's um, Mr. Miyagi finding some letters. They go through them. There's a lot to this interaction, um, you know, with what's going on with them. It was a great addition, and she's the one that kind of brings them those two together because yeah. she knows she can see what's going on. It, it, very well done. Very yeah, well no, done. that's uh, that was one of the funnier scenes in the show is you know not a big spoiler but <laughs> LaRusso Daniel was like what the hell's he doing here and she's like oh I invited him and he's just like what why would you do why that would, or do he you want to do kill you, me do you want me dead I mean come on now yeah. uh going into season three our next slide if you didn't think this was going to happen then I don't know what you were thinking because we all knew Somebody was showing up in season three. This is obviously not from season three. It's from one of the movies. But Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue. Allie comes back. Comes back. Um, in a really good way. They worked up a really nice storyline with her. Yes. To come back. They've teased it since last season. Yeah, they totally teased yes. it. I mean, didn't, uh, didn't um, the season finale... Yeah, the season finale, was, he was on his on phone. Facebook. Yep, he was. You know, uh, Johnny was on his phone, sitting on the beach, wallowing in misery, like he likes to do, drinking. And he chucked his phone, and then he walks away, and he looks at his phone, and he's like, and, "Well, then the phone makes a noise, and she accepted his friend request." Yep. So right there, you knew in season three she's coming back. It was just when. But you okay? So here's a little piece of interesting news: she wasn't planning on coming back. So. The scuttlebutt has it that the reason she wound up showing up to season three was when she was filming The Boys, hmm. the director pulled her aside one day and said, hey, let's just have a little conversation. And she's like, what's up? He goes, you know, they're doing, you know, Cobra Kai. And she goes, yeah, you know, you got a lot of fans that are out there. Right. And they go, they would love to see you come back and reprise your role just as a fan nod. And the fans would go crazy oh, yeah, over yeah. it. She's the one who called Cobra Kai's producers and said, oh, hey, really? you know what? He told me about this. And, and they were like, heck yeah. Yep, here's some money. Let's go. Let's do this thing. And that's why she showed up. And she played a great part. And it was a great scene having the why hit Daniel Russo's wife there. And yeah, it was a great. Now, I don't know if you saw this um, at the end of episode 10. And this has nothing to do with the Cobra Kai story, 
But, you know, Netflix will automatically roll into something else. It should suggest something else. Right. And at the end of episode 10, it rolled into, uh, like, after Netflix. I can't remember what they called it, but basically David Spade hosted it. Yeah, they had an after show. Yeah, uh, it was an after show talking about Cobra Kai, but it was talking about a couple Netflix shows because Bill Burr came out about his comedy special. So I watched that, and Elizabeth Shue was there in person, and so was the actor that plays Miguel, and so was yep. the actress that plays. Uh, did you watch? Oh, it? and he looked different. We started. I didn't get to finish it. Yeah, but I mean, he looks different with yeah. his beard and everything. Yeah. And it, and then so was the actress that plays, uh, or the actress that plays uh, Larusso's daughter, and the actor that plays Johnny's son. And then it was, I guess, schedule wise or whatever, it didn't work out because they were all sitting there, you know, apart. And I'm sure they were all tested before, COVID tested. But point is, um, Zapka and Ralph Macchio were just on the big screen behind them zooming in and she said this this just really kind of blows my mind that when she showed up on set it's probably been i think she said since the late 90s is the last time she's seen either of these dudes in person ah that's awesome so like 24 25 years since she's seen these guys in person so that 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 was pretty cool and then we've got Oh, this is showing up really dark, but what are you going to do? It's Hawk. We know who it is. It's Hawk. It's Crazy Hawk going from his his initial outing as, as uh, Lip. He's been whippy. one of my favorite kind of characters throughout it. His transformation going from me to becoming an alpha within the dojo to his turnaround. And I love right. what they did with him in in this season. So that was that was. Shout out. I've enjoyed his story arc as well. And he has a good one in this season. I mean, he definitely plays. He he takes what Johnny Lawrence is as a D-bag and is like, hold my beer. I can I can one-up your D-bag-ness yes. all the way up to here. Yes. And but he's got all of these things behind him. All of Because Johnny didn't have a lot of flaws in terms of his character and stuff. He's got physical flaws. He's got... Flaws oh, with yeah. his friends. I oh, mean, yeah. they, it's kind of like DC and Marvel. You know, DC's, you know, superheroes, very, Superman has like almost no flaws. Well, Johnny, Johnny was the rich brat. Right. You know, whereas this kid is the, now I'm tough and know how to fight. So I'm definitely going to take it to the nth degree. And, and everybody talks about how he wets his bed and stuff right. like that. And he just gets angry. He's just a really cool story arc. It's there's been a, fun. There's a nice turn with this kid. We'll just leave it at that. You gotta watch it. She's back, of course. She is badass. She is she, she's just a wicked witch. I mean she is. She's badass, but she, she is your villain and seriously in your this is she is really her and Crease are the villains of this. And yeah. they do it so well. And she walked in for her fight, and you can just feel the tension, and you see Samantha's like, oh, no, she's going to beat the crap out of me, and and gets scared. And, I mean, but she looks the part. She acts the part. All the casting's great in this show. Well, there's one there's one scene where Reese goes out, and he wants to recruit new members to Cobra Kai. Yes. So he goes, and he, like, watches a basketball game, and he, and he sees how tough one of the players is. He, like, goes up to the kid after and says, Hey, I think you should come check this out. And then he yeah. goes up and he and he pulls like five people in and they come walking into Cobra Kai and a couple of the people he recruits are the ones that beat up uh, him in season one. Yeah. Right. 
So this guy, you know, Lip is like, goes up the crease is like, Sensei, I, I don't think this is Cobra Kai material, blah, blah, blah. And Kreese is basically like, look, you fight for your spot. So he makes, he basically teams up or pairs up the new members of Cobra Kai with these recruits and whoever wins is in and whoever loses is out. And one of the guys that was original from season one, Cobra Kai, you know, one of the nerds that basically became a fighter gets his ass handed to him and he goes into the fight. I love it because he goes in all cocky and stuff. Oh yeah. To this recruit and this recruit that Kree Springs that just kicks his ass. And I, and the fight scenes that they have in this are spectacular. I mean, the big fight at the LaRusso house, it's the uh, LaRusso house. That's all I'm going to say. Great, uh, great choreography. This is, oh, yeah. this is, was a great season. Now, so this, this is fun part. This is one of the flashbacks of a young crease. And um, I believe this is actually, uh, what's the actor's name that plays Crease? Uh, Martin? Mark yeah, Martin. I believe this is his real son, which I was kind of like, well, that's weird. You'd think they'd actually have him playing the younger Crease, but I guess not because the guy they cast for the younger crease with hairstyle and stuff, I thought actually looked more like him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Martin Cove. Yeah. Martin Cove. So I believe this is Martin Cove's actual son. Uh, who, Which of course they didn't have him play his son. He played no. the well, bully. Yeah, that's what I he plays the bully <laughs> that picks on the young, young crease. So that, that was pretty cool. And all right. Close out that stuff for now. As we go back. So we went and watched a, a movie. Well, uh, let's, let's let's finish off on Cobra Kai. Oh, we, we got to grade it. Well, not only that, but just I mean, yeah, it was it was a definite great season. You definitely need to watch it. It to me, it's one of the most um, grounded, I guess you could say, shows that's on TV right now that takes place current day because they do talk about, you know, there's some PC stuff in there, but then you've got, you know, the real life where you've got a guy like Johnny Lawrence. That's just like, get, that's the thing. Like you've got LaRusso who is definitely, I mean, he's not like super PC. He's not, I don't think Danny LaRusso super woke or anything, No, but he definitely tries to ride that, you know, he's just a polite guy. Right. Right, but but, but John, he, he but sometimes with but, Mr. Miyagi's teeth. But sometimes Larusso kind of rides that line a little too bit, and Johnny's like, "What? Come, what? What are you talking about?" Um, and kind of brings it back around. Um, and you know, Johnny has there's there's a fun part in high in high school, in the high school where Johnny basically goes up to his old Cobra Kai students because if you saw the end of season two, you saw he had a falling out with Cobra Kai. And yep. Reese takes over, and Johnny's like, whatever, man. So he tries to get his old students back, and he gives them this speech. And you're kind of like, yeah, Johnny, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And then he turns around to walk out of the high school, and he walks past this this kid and knocks his books out of his hands. Old habit. And he's just like, oh, man, sorry, old habit. So he apologizes, and then he's like, old habit. Yep. So it's just – they, they do a good it's job. Fun. This is probably my favorite season, and I, I teased Andy before, but, you know, my wife and I started watching it, and 
um, we we didn't stop. We we completely you, went you through it can't. in one day too. I mean, it's just it. It's so engrossing. Um, I mean, I wish they were a little longer than 35, 40 minute episodes. But that's why we could do it in a day. I know. That's why you can binge it so quick. I will say, if you want it, it's like Cobra Kai, guys. How about we boost the next season up to like 45 to an hour? And then people won't watch it so fast. And on the good news, obviously there's a season four. I read that the, the writers and writers and creators actually have they basically said they're down for season five, a season six. They're basically saying as long as Netflix wants us, we've got, you know, Cobra Kai stories to tell. Which when you yeah. see the season finale of season three, you almost get the feeling like season four would be the last one. So I was very happy to know that, you know, the creators are all like, look, if we can keep bringing it, and if the ratings are there for Netflix, we'll keep pushing this out. Yeah. And the actors are on board too. So that's, that's pretty cool. But did you notice, uh, uh, I believe two actors I didn't see in this season. Remember last season, the dude, it was the actor that played um, Richard Jewell. Yes. yes. He wasn't in this season no. anywhere. And, and Samantha's friend. Samantha, the black girl, yeah. right? Yeah. Which, what the hell happened to her? Um, they, I think they I, made a mention in the beginning that she went to a boarding school. I mean, so they did. They they did mention something, but I mean. I don't think they mentioned the guy, though. Because he was part of Cobra Kai. Yeah, and if they did, a, I didn't pick it up. I don't think so, because he had a nickname and everything. Yeah. So yeah. that was weird. Anyway, CJC, we got to get into CJC grade. CJC grade, man. I'm going to 9 Cobra Kai is awesome. Yep. I, and I'm doing a 9-2. I think it was, uh, again, it, they, they keep building it. It's fun. Um, I can't wait for next season. I, yeah. I, I really can't. No, we got a ways to wait, but definitely worthwhile. All right, so we're going to wrap this show with a review that we teased a couple weeks ago. Actually, I think before Christmas. And then last show, we didn't get to it. Now we are. So just in time, the holiday season isn't officially over. I know people still have trees up. It's a holiday movie. Fat Man. Yep, Fat Man. This was one we were going to go to the theater to see. We had yep. we had plans. The trailer looked great. Everybody knows, you know, we like Mel Gibson, but Walter, uh, our Walton Goggins, is just awesome. We love him in everything he's been in. Watching The Unicorn, that's one that I'm watching with my wife right now, finishing that up. And she totally a different role. She was just great as Shane. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and he, his, I mean, we see Mel Gibson, you know, that's Mad Max. And we've seen him play everything. Yeah. You know, we've seen him action, romantic comedies, thrillers. I guess the only thing I haven't seen Mel Gibson in is a horror movie. Yeah, I not, that I, not right. that I can recollect. But Walton Goggins, you know, he's obviously doesn't have a, the large resume as Mel Gibson. I mean, they're probably 30 years and apart. He, always, he usually plays a bad guy. He usually plays a bad guy. A very good bad guy. Yeah. But now in the unicorn, like Dennis said on ABC, CBS, one of the networks, he's a just a widower as a sitcom. He's great. He's very versatile. So this movie is basically Mel Gibson is Santa Claus. <laughs> He's an interesting Santa. Santa Claus up in uh, uh, Alaska, I believe. And Walton Goggins is a hitman. And he's hired by, uh, there's another shot of Mel on his, his I get, 
would you call it a ranch? I mean, it's kind of like a ranch, even though it's <laughs> up in the... He's got a large piece of property. Yeah, because he has a workshop. W- which I guess we could call officially the, the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... It, well, but I, like I said, Walton Goggins goes there. He right. tracks him down. He well, drives he goes, through he Canada. Goes through Canada. That and we to know Alaska. That. And, and, and right. And they, they meet. Now, you don't know exactly where it is because they don't, they don't say it in there. But the, the, the child, he is, he is a spoiled brat who's a really bad, bad person. He's and he expects things, and he asks for things for Christmas, and Santa Claus gives him coal, like all little bad boys should get. And now this, you, you got to realize this is a world they've established in the movie where, yes, Santa Claus exists. The government knows about him. The government has actually worked with him before. And, you know, it's, it's, I mean, there's some funny moments in a movie, but it's pretty much an action movie. Um, and the moments that are funny aren't written to be funny like a, like, you know, a, a sitcom is. They're just funny because, you know, you just don't expect them. It's out of place. Um, but the government knows he exists. The government knows where he lives. Everybody else, it's a secret. Um, I don't think the people in town, I didn't get a sense that the people in town know he's Santa Claus, though. Because he only interacts with a couple people. And they, like the, the, the uh, postal office. Right. Uh, the post like, guy. oh, it's Chris. Right. Because he, yeah, he has a P.O. box. box. And then he goes to a bar. And the bartender, you know, he's a regular. He's like Norm almost from Cheers. Right. He's a regular at the bar, but you don't get the sense that the bartender knows who he is. It, uh, so so that's under wraps. But this kid gets called, so he calls up his hitman, who he's used before. So let's jump ahead. So this is this is leading up. This is before the whole call in the stocking. Um, basically, this girl uh, wins the science fair. And this kid, the boy, goes to the science fair and before he goes in his bedroom, you see all his first place ribbons. So he's going there in suit, all ready to win. He expects and, to win. And he expects to win, and it just doesn't go his way. And now you might go, well, that's a spoiler, thanks. It's not, because you see it in the trailer. So if it's in the trailer, I say it's free will. So this, this scene's even in the trailer. We'll just leave it this, this scene. We won't go into more, but it, it tells you enough about the boy that he has a hitman and this is this scene even takes place. But the interesting thing is the hitman um, in this picture, you, you start understanding his background. You know, he's collecting things and the toys in this world, like he's got a police card. It says, you know, manufactured at the North Pole by, yes. by Santa Claus. By Santa. And same thing with the bat. He's trying to buy this bat off a guy. So you know he's got a history that he knows that people know that the North Pole, Santa Claus, and the elves, they make toys and stuff. And he is actively trying to collect toys that were made by Santa. You don't really understand the history yet, but you you, know that he's he's interested. Right. And it does a good job of bringing, um, bringing to light everything. We get to, you know, meet so... He's got an entire workshop, you find out. Yep. Not like like the Christmas Chronicles where you see little oh, tiny no, it's elves not goofy. and it's all magic. I mean, he, he has elves, and they have pointy ears, and they are smaller, but they're they're workers, man. They're just worker bees. 
And this in this photo here, this is uh, Mel Gibson, Santa Claus. I'm forgetting the actress's name, oh, but that's Mrs. Claus. Yes, that's Mrs. Claus, and they're standing in part of his factory. Yeah, part of his and, workshop. But but things are really bad for him. So that the military steps up because he get a stipend from the from the U.S. government. But the because the people don't always believe the number of believers goes down. So his stipend, his stipend check goes yeah, down really every year, down. and he can hardly make ends meet. So the U.S. government comes in and says, what if you, for a couple of months, did other work for Build the government? some stuff for us. Weapons. And it turns That's into... That's what this was for. This is... A, it. Be, it's really interesting because it's a whole different take that you're not expecting to, to come from it. We won't go into a lot of details on it. This is not a film for little children. What? It winds up. It winds up being... It's, it's rated R. For a reason. It's 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 language. It's definitely violence. I mean, it is. It gets bloody and in spots. Um, He's like, hey, fat man. We had seen showing in the trailer. And he, Mel Gibson sitting there with the gun. He goes, really? Like you're the first to try. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's classic Mel. Um, you can just tell when they made this movie, it was just a ton of fun on set. So... Uh, I highly recommend you watch it. It's on uh, Amazon Prime for rental. Unfortunately, it's not Prime for Prime members, so it's on Amazon, basically. So. Well, we were supposed to see it in the theater, right. but due to COVID, um, I think it was Bart that let us know he had yeah, watched Bart it, and it was it. on Amazon Prime for like six ninety nine to buy, and it was the cheapest out of the ones, so we bought it and watched it, and yeah, um, CGC rating on this one. I, it was an enjoyable movie. I was glad to see it. I'm, I'm going to give it a solid 8.5. I think it was. it's definitely worth a watch, uh, particularly with nothing else great that's been, you know, out in the theaters. Oh, this yeah. is a good one. It's I would spend. I spent the $6.99 and glad I did. And uh, even if it was $9.99 like it was on Voodoo, it's it's worth 10 bucks for the family to sit down and, and it's watch a, it. It's a good holiday movie. Unlike Die Hard, where it's speculation if that's a Christmas movie, this no speculation. is a Christmas movie. Um, and I agree. There's none. Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I could I could sit down and probably watch this once a year. It's a it's a fun movie. It's action-packed. It's pretty nonstop. It's not that long. If you like Mel Gibson, if you like Walton Goggins, it's just a different take on the Santa Claus world. I recommend it. I give it a 8.5. Yeah, right, so, we agree. Yeah. So there you have it. Um, that is our show. We will be back next week to talk playoffs. Playoffs. And uh, whose predictions will reign true. I mean, Dennis and I are on the same page except for one game. So uh, I know I'll win that one. So we'll find out. Deal. Titans we'll find win. out. Titans aren't going to win. Yeah. So until next time, thanks for joining us. You can get us here on YouTube. Please remember to hit the like, subscribe, share it. And the little notification bell, because you hit the bell that's down in that corner, you'll know when we go live once a week. And until next time, bye-bye. Bye, everybody. Until next week, grab your 3D glasses. Get your favorite comic books, roll them up, and put them in your back pocket the way you should treat comics. Throw your pigskin up on the mantle. This is Dennis. This is Andy. Later, Later friends. friends.